Hi guys, welcome back to the Colorful Plates podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service worlds. I hope you all had a great 4th of July and weekend. We'll start out as always with our market reports. Also, this week Bryn chatted with Chef Jerry Register, the executive chef from the Monterey Plaza Hotel and Spa. As with all of our chef features, be sure to tune in Thursday to hear Chef Jerry's full interview. We'll also hear from Mike Magana from ProAct, our melon and avocado sourcing specialist, about the state of avocados and melons. Let's start with market reports. You will see increased pricing for all apples due to the new harvest and allocating labor to picking cherries. If you're wanting to add apples to your menu, contact your distributor sooner rather than later because the extra time is needed to source product. Who doesn't love a Southern Bell? Pepper, that is. The largest supply of bell peppers is coming out of North Carolina as they are in peak season with good quality. Georgia is wrapping production this week, and peppers coming out of New Jersey are also looking good. As supplies pick up in the Northeast, they will slow down in the South. Bell peppers are so versatile. Use them for grilling on shish kebabs, in a dip, roasted, stir-fried. The possibilities are almost endless. Temperatures in the San Joaquin Valley are hitting 90 to 100s, which is prime growing temperatures for melons. Melons are eating great, and shelf life is amazing. Try grilling them and adding them to a salad for that savory and sweet combo. You can also make a sorbet, blend cantaloupe until smooth in a food processor, and add sugar syrup and freeze. It's the perfect time to add these to your menu. It's been a while since we have given an update on coal crops, particularly cauliflower, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. The broccoli market is steady and plentiful due to the recent warm weather. Brussels sprout supplies continue to adjust, and the warm weather has increased yields, but the sizing is smaller. Lastly, the warm weather in the Salinas Valley has pushed cauliflower fields and yields have decreased, but overall quality is good. Broccoli is the best choice right now for quality and supplies. It seems the celery market is almost out of the weeds where it has been for months. Northern and Southern California have plenty of production to meet demand and overall quality is strong. You guys can pick back up on the celery juicing soon. I said I would keep you guys updated on the avocado situation, but this week, Mike Magana will do that for me. Stay tuned to hear what he has to say about avos and melons. That's all we have for market reports this week. Remember to check out the source on ProAct's website as soon as it's released each Wednesday. For our chef segment this week, Bryn spoke with Chef Jerry Register. As executive chef for the Monterey Plaza Hotel and Spa, Chef Jerry Register has his hands full. He oversees the hotel's restaurant schooners, its coffee shop, in-room dining, and its catering company. Chef Jerry casts vision for each of those operations and focuses on highlighting fresh produce. Bryn spoke with him about finding the best produce and suppliers. Let's take a listen. Now, when you're picking a supplier or a local farm to really partner with, what are you looking for in that supplier to really sell you on, okay, this is, this is a good um, you know, group to work with? I think right from the beginning, it has to taste good. You know, you can, mm-hmm. you can grow something and sell it to the world. But if, if you're growing me, say, an ear of corn and there's no sweetness to it and it's starchy and it doesn't have what you're looking for, it doesn't matter to me. I want things mm-hmm. coming into this kitchen that, one, have great flavor, the flavor profile, but then it's also the integrity of your farmers, too, that you deal with knowing that they are the organic farmer that's they are who they say they are mm-hmm. that is very important to me as well yeah that makes sense now um right now currently what fruits or vegetables are you working with uh, which ones are you sort of excited about using right now 
So r- right now we're coming off the, you know, the asparagus that that early season, the the asparagus, the peas, the morel mushrooms in that area. What I love is we're going now into that next season, which has all your stone fruit coming in, but then it's mm. got all the fresh corn and you know these tomatoes from Swank Farms. I've been I've been working with for years. Their tomatoes are amazing. Um, mm. You know they grow the romaine lettuce fresh. It's you're you're going into the season where summertime is so amazing because everything is at your fingers right you get you get the peppers and the eggplants and you know the all the melons the beautiful melons coming in it's uh summer is a joy to cook in thank you chef jerry for taking the time to speak with us also, Liz chatted with Mike Magania, ProX sourcing specialist for avocados and melons. It's been a while since we had him in the studio, so let's hear what he has to say about these commodities. All right, guys, our avocado and melon sourcing specialist is back in the studio with us. It's been since Cinco de Mayo since we talked with him, so I know he's got some updates for us. Um, how you doing, Mike? Pretty good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a few questions for you today. Um, and my first question for you is, how is the avocado industry looking right now? It's pretty shaky. Um, you know, we're in a bit of a crisis here where demand exceeds supply. You know, we got a shortage on Mexican fruit and we got the new crop Mexican fruit, you know, a few weeks out from ramping up. But, um, you know, thankfully, Peru and California have been, uh, they've been key on bridging the, the gapage here on uh, on Mexican fruit. But uh, we're in a pretty tight spot. This market uh, seems to be holding strong where it's at. So it's going to be a tough, uh, tough month of July. So last time we spoke, you mentioned it is an off year for avocados because they're an alternate bearing fruit, meaning there's less yield this year. Do you think that that is contributing to the lack of fruit right now? It is on the California crop. It definitely is. Another thing, you know, with the shortage on Mexican fruit, you know, the industry as a whole is uh, putting a lot of pressure on the uh, on the California crop as well as Peruvian crop. You know, with the short California crop, um, California has picked up the harvest, you know, with this high demand and uh, August will be pretty much cleaned up on the California crop. Peru as well. We're seeing numbers with a huge increase over last year's, um, you know, if you're looking at year-to-year numbers, I mean, the the numbers this year have increased huge as far as uh, fruit inbound from Peru into the U.S. So we're definitely relying on uh, California and Peru uh, during these hard times. So is the shortage in Mexico caused just because it is an off year or are there other factors at play? So the shortage on the Mexican crop is not so much on the alternate bearing cycle. It's actually due to the fact that months ago, you know, Mexico was just pumping a ton of fruit into the industry, especially the U.S. Um, Fruit was at its all-time low as far as cost. I mean, we we were looking at fruit in the 20s. Um, and Mexico did not slow down the harvest. Now we're seeing the effect of that where we're at the end of the season on this current crop and there's no fruit to be had. And this new fruit, this new crop fruit, the Flora Loca crop, they're a little hesitant as to ramping up the harvest just yet. There is light harvest, but it's got to meet the requirements on the dry matter, uh, oil content on the fruit before it can get exported into the U.S. So that's that's one thing that's um, 
that's actually a few things that that's affecting the shortage right now was Mexico harvesting too much fruit months ago and also you know the, the take into consideration the the shortage on the California crop yeah. it was a short year so all around it's just uh it's just a bad situation so when do you think we will see relief from this shortage and things kind of leveling out um, for the avo industry Mexico supplies fruit year-round and this new crop it's just uh, it's just getting started I don't see any relief until mid to late August you know before we get this uh, pipeline filled and in in uh, you know inventories replenished it, it's it's gonna be a while this whole month is gonna be pretty uh, pretty tough all around and um, mid to late August is when we might see some relief all right that's that's kind of a sad thing to hear for avocado toast lovers like myself. Um, especially, it's it seems like guacamole season is always during the summer times too. So we'll just have to be stringent with buying avocados. Um, so moving to melons. Last time we chatted, we didn't mention that you source melons because it was all about avocados for Cinco de Mayo. Um, can you tell us a little bit about which melons you source and from who? Sure. So on the melon front, we currently have an overlap. We have the uh, the desert going right now, and they uh, they've been running pretty strong this last month. They're about two weeks out from uh, from being done for the season, and we actually just had the San Joaquin Valley uh, ramp up this last week. And um, you know, fruits looking good out of the desert and out of uh, California. Um, right now, we're seeing high bricks levels. Bricks levels is the the sugar levels on the fruit um, in the 13 to 16 range on California fruit, and that is that is, that's pretty much um, excellent. So yeah, we're looking at really good California fruit. It's going to be a good season. Um, you know, cantaloupes, honeydews, watermelons. There's also uh, mixed melons, specialty melons. Your uh, your Hamis, the Galias, the Juan Canaries, the Cassabas, um, those are all specialty melons um, available this time of year. Yeah, I believe I've had the Tuscan melon, which it has like the deep groove, like ridges, the cantaloupe. They're super sweet, super good right now. Um, so who do you source these melons from? Like which suppliers? So right now we've got, um, we've got a lot of players uh, in the San Joaquin Valley. You know, we've got Custom produce we've got uh classic fruit del mar we got west side they pack under the the tri label uh we got five crowns crown jewels legend there's there's a ton of suppliers right now um in the in the melon game so yeah plenty of options awesome so is that just cantaloupes or is that honeydew watermelon um and cantaloupe we're looking good across the board on all that's all cantaloupes, honeydews, watermelons, and specialty melons. Um, on the watermelon side, we have uh, Bakersfield just started up, so we're seeing real nice watermelon, seeded and seedless, and that fruit's coming in real nice. We had a huge uh, pool for the fourth. We're seeing the uh, the price come back down, but we're seeing quality fruit on watermelons and all melons. I mean, we're going to hit the peak season uh, this next month, so expect uh, a ton of uh, quality fruit and um, opportunity buys. When chefs do receive shipments of melons, what do they need to look for in terms of quality and how should they store them to maximize their shelf life? 
Let's start with cantaloupes. What we're seeing right now is uh, LSL and ESL varieties. LSL is a long shelf life variety. ESL is extended shelf life variety. Um, this fruit is made to travel well, um, hold up, you know, well, long shelf life, and it eats well. Um, the fruit will stay solid externally. Um, so it's all by by smell. You got to smell these melons, and and again, you can keep these at room temperature, and they'll hold up. These these melons were made for the heat. These varieties, so they can hold up in heat or room temperature, and you're gonna get a uh, good shelf life out of them. And they're pretty much they may seem like they're green, and and you want to hold off on on cutting them, but they're actually ready to go. Um, these varieties right now, like I said, the bricks sugar levels we're seeing hit anywhere from 13 to 16%. So um, they may seem green, but they're ready to go. Don't hesitate. So is extended shelf life and you said long shelf life, is that the same thing? There are two different varieties there. Um, on the west side out here in California, Melon started with um, a, a true western shipper. That's an actual uh, variety of cantaloupe. What happened is that fruit was not traveling well, you know, to consumers on the east coast. So you know, they came up with these other varieties, ESL and LSL. Um, and for these guys out in California, that's their bread and butter, even in the desert, because this stuff, you're going to get sweet quality fruit and it's going to ship across the U.S. no problem. So these varieties have been the bread and butter and that true Western shipper melon. There's a few guys that still plant it uh, and harvest it, but it's more of a dying uh, variety. Awesome. Good to know. I did not know those different terms. So have you seen melons being used in any interesting applications lately? Or how do you think chefs can best feature melons right now since they're so sweet and wonderful? You know, I've seen I've seen them in salads. I've seen um, I've seen grilled watermelon. I've seen cantaloupes wrapped with uh, prosciutto. Um, so that's pretty neat. Yeah, I I've never seen cantaloupe wrapped in prosciutto. That sounds so interesting. It's actually really good. Um, my personal favorite. It's more of a dessert. I'll take a cantaloupe, cut it in half, and just put vanilla ice cream in the middle and just start scooping away. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Basic and simple. Right. Thanks, Mike, for your insight on avocados and melons. We look forward to having you in the studio again. If you haven't already, go give Colorful Plates a follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for recipes and more. Have a fantastic week. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. And as always, stay fresh.